Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Gotta do what I gotta do. What's going on, On the Clock fans? How are you, everybody, doing on this beautiful October 23rd? 2020. It's your favorite guy, Raul Luscano, joined by my man, George Martinez. What's going on, George? How are you doing, sir? What up, what up? Let's give the people what they want. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I love it. Hey, On The Clock fans, man, we got a lot to talk about here, man. There's so much that, that's going on in the NFL, uh, so much that's happening around the league. Uh, we got our beautiful Rays that are coming in here doing a beautiful job. We're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about NFL. We got our favorite favorite uh, thing that we love to do now. We have the Pickums. Of the week, George came out on top last week. I gotta redeem myself. I gotta, I gotta be better. I gotta, I gotta do the work, A to B. I gotta be positive. Uh, but we're gonna do pickups for you, and then we're gonna go to fantasy talk because again, a lot of guys are now coming back into the NFL. How's it gonna transfer over? How's this gonna change everything? It's gonna be a beautiful day, man. Enjoy your Friday. Sit back, kick back with your favorite guys. If you got a Corona, it's five o'clock somewhere, and I know it's four o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock somewhere. But drink your Coronas, eat your Hot Pockets. It's me and George. You're on the clock. You think them niggas you with is with you? And I say, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. George, what's going on, my guy? It's Friday, man. It's a beautiful it's Friday. game day. Game day, baby. A game day. Yeah, boy. Cannot wait. Oh, I love Senior it. night. Senior night for us. Yeah. For the Jefferson. J-Boys. Yeah. Jefferson High School. I'm excited for that, man. Get to honor those boys. And if you right don't mind, way. I'm going to take about two seconds here. To talk about this real quick. It's going to be awesome. I've never been selected to do anything. You know, like when we, you know, you're going to know when your kids get older and, the, and your daughter's cheerleading and your son's playing football, baseball. When you, ha- like I had to walk with my son, it's cool. But when somebody asks you to come walk with them, you know, a little, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't get emotional. I tear it up a little bit. Couple. That's what's up, man. It's a great couple, honor, man, couple, for, couple for a young man uh, to, to you know to see you that way, especially that relationship you and you and him have. Yeah, I'm not it's, it's special, man. So it's it's yeah, awesome, man. It's gonna be a great senior night. Nice. I checked the weather. It's gonna be, it's gonna beautiful. be beautiful. Oh God, there's nothing else I want to be doing. Well, and there's something else I want to be on a beach. <laughs> I want to be on a beach in Greece. <laughs> nothing else I can do here in Tampa. Like it's gonna be a good time, man. And and, and of course, people can come out now to the games, right? We there's no more control. It's, it's gonna be a stand, yeah. I, I love it, man. This is gonna be great, man. How's the family? Everybody good? Yeah, man. It's been a it's been a good good quiet low key kind of week with school and work and all the all the fun still unpacking the house, but. <laughs> Good progress made, and I'm just excited for tonight, man. If, if we get to you episode know. 56 and you're still unpacking, <laughs> there's a problem. <laughs> I'm gonna hire some people to help you out, man. Yeah, I oh, man. I may need it. I may need it. <laughs> That's good. Everything, everything's cool over here too, man. Kids are getting big and bad, and um, I think I've already told you this story, man. And I'll let all the viewers know. My daughter cheerleads. She goes to cheerleading practice. She goes to be elite. Right. Shout out to be elite and Brandy, who's doing a fantastic job. My daughter loves it. Uh, my daughter will probably grow up coaching and be elite one day, <laughs> but um, so I, I don't. We take her to you know they do the temperature checks and hand sanitizer. They they do a beautiful job, making sure everybody's you know within uh, the the spectrum of of the rules, and I love it. So I have a water bottle. I have my daughter's jacket, and I'm going. I'm walking her up to get signed in. She says here. She says here, Daddy, hold my jacket, hold my water. 
I said, okay, cool. <laughs> right? I'll hold it. And then and she signs in. She gets her temperature check. She gets hand sanitizer. I hand the water first. She says, thank you. I go to give her the jacket. She says, no, daddy. That's when I get cold. Looked at me for 10 seconds and then walked inside. <laughs> it's the first time in my life I realized, I think she thinks I'm stupid. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what the purpose of a jacket is. You know what I mean? Like, hold on, head. Let me educate you on game real quick. God, I only need the jacket when I'm cold. Right. If I'm not cold, I don't need the jacket. Therefore, I still need you to hold, the, hold jacket. the jacket. What are you doing? It's not when I'm cold. <laughs> I, I, do you know how this works? Like, I looked at her like, wait, she doesn't know how old again. She's nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah, so nine. This is the first Good time. Luck. I don't care if the boys think I'm stupid. You know what I mean? They're yeah, boys. I don't you care. You beat them up. You can fight with them. You can wrestle with them. Right. The girl, I can't have this because if I do, it ruins my retirement plan. That's it. Yeah, it's she, over. Yeah, I can't do it. So that's that's the first time I ever had my baby look at me like, God, my dad's <laughs> stupid. You're a big, dumb Cuban. God, you <laughs> ball-headed ass. And what I'm also afraid, George, is that she goes and tells her friends. Let me, oh, tell, you what, yeah. let me, tell, you what, let me tell you what this asshole just did. This guy thought I needed a jacket. <laughs> I'm going in here to work out to do cheerleading in a jacket. It's hot. <laughs> My dad's a dork. Uh, but that's the only thing that happened with me family-wise. Everyone, otherwise, everything's been cool, man. Uh, I've been monitoring, uh, like we were talking about the last episode, about the Rays, Tampa Bay Rays tied up the series. Oh, yeah. The Dodgers took the first one, and like we predicted. Shellacked. Shellacked oh, us the first game, boy. They really did, man. And, and again, remember, we talked about the offensive side of the Dodgers being able to hit yeah. and how, how well they hit. Um, what saves the Rays, though, is the bullpen. So I felt like they didn't put the, the greatest bullpen up first. They're playing for, like I told you, game five type deal to get them deep in there. Um, but those Dodgers, man, God, can they swing a bat? It's, it's they ridiculous. can, and, and it was good to see the Rays kind of bounce back. Right from from that loss because again you know you lose the way you lost and it can it can have an effect on on the squad mentally and, and for them to bounce back the way they did you know Snell came out there and pitched well enough yeah. yep. to get it to the bullpen like you talked about and you know the bats came for the Rays it's, it, this series is going to be a, more about can the bats for the Rays keep up with the enough with the Dodgers right. Uh, and, and, you know, at least for, for one game, they were able to tie it up. And now it's a five-game series. Now it, it becomes a, a best a best out of five who can get to three wins quickest. So we'll see that they kick off again here on, on Friday night. Right. Um, tonight. So, you know, the Dodgers are favored, as you would expect. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, like we talked about in our previous show, it's almost like a home game for the Dodgers because there's a lot of Dodger fans out there in Texas. The mm-hmm. game is being played in Texas. Um there's a lot of fans that are out there, and it's a limited capacity, but a lot of the fans that are there are Dodger fans. So for the Rays, it's going to feel the seven because I think it's going seven. I know you talked a little bit about it going um, five, maybe six games. Right. It being more of a, of a 4-2 Rays series. For me, I think this this has the looks of it going seven seven games for sure. Right. Um, it's going to be a long series, but it's going to be competitive. I think it's going to be great. It should be, and I, and I blame the attendance of the game on the trop. I blame, yeah. I blame the trop not teaching us how to go to these games and be fans. And Florida, and I don't travel. know. Floridians don't like to travel anyway. Like we're not. They don't. We're in Florida. Why do I have to go to your state? You know, when you come to yeah. my do. But and, and again, me, me. you told about missing out on money. I don't mean to cut you off, but you told you said about missing money. 
I know Tampa would or St. Pete, the trop over there would love to have some freaking. St. Pete would love that money right now, boy. Jesus, absolutely. Small businesses everywhere in that area. Oh yeah, would would appreciate the revenue, especially during a COVID year the way we've had it. Yeah, man. It would have it would have kickstarted, continued to kickstart our economy here in in the Tampa Bay St. Pete area for sure. Oh, it'd have been great, man. It'd have been awesome. I, I know you've been you've been watching what's been going on in the NFL, have you? You've been watching. Oh yeah. You know, oh bro, yeah, bro! When you told me about the freaking uh, Raiders lineman, I don't know why I laughed so hard, <laughs> bro. Go ahead, like it's, somehow, it's somehow I think Tom Brady's gonna get accused of this. <laughs> somehow, because this just sounds. When I tell you what this is, this sounds like something you're like, yeah, Tom Brady's probably behind it. Tom Brady did this. this. This is a COVID gate. I'm calling the COVID gate of 2020, baby. It's Yo, here. So it wasn't so, Bill Belichick the whole time. It was Tom Brady. No, doing no, his no. Team now it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady's taking the ring. So if, if you haven't seen it, you haven't heard, the Oakland Raiders, or sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders sent home seven offensive linemen God. for COVID. That's so many. One, one offensive lineman for sure is going on the reserve list. The other tests are being re-rained again to make sure it wasn't a false positive. The Raiders aren't practicing. The Bucks in the Raiders game already got moved from a prime time because they were playing Sunday night yeah. to a Sunday at 4 o'clock. So I'm like, well, what's the point of moving it to a 4 o'clock? NFL wanted to make sure there was a Sunday night game for the people to watch. So yeah. they moved Arizona and Seattle, which is in one of our pickums later today, yep. so be ready for it. Yep. But they moved that game there to guarantee the to guarantee the people that there's going to be a Sunday night game. Yeah. What this tells me is more than likely, I would not be shocked if they move the Bucks game to a Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday type of scenario now, because now they have the flexibility to move the game by moving it back to four o'clock. I just think it's hilarious that it's all linemen. Right. Especially starting linemen. It's a whole like, group. <laughs> and it wasn't even the backups. It was just, no, no, five starting linemen and like two extra kids, two extra well, guys. That's it. Would, you know what would be so funny? If they and lined up. As Tom Brady in Las Vegas. If the offense lines up with like 12, like 11, 11 wide receivers. <laughs> like like nine well, wide receivers think. that have to play offensive line. and <laughs> You got you to gotta think at some point the Raiders have to raise their hand and say, hey. Player safety. Yeah. Our quarterback, our running I mean, we're gonna we're not gonna play with scout practice squad linemen. It's literally becoming the replacements. Remember the movie The Replacements? Right. That's exactly. <laughs> you gotta go sign somebody meanwhile, at the grocery store. Meanwhile, Roger Gill is like, Oh yeah, you will. You're gonna play with the replacements. It's it's Tom Brady's year. <laughs> it's Tom Brady's year. Yeah, exactly. You were in the way. We took it, we took care of Aaron Rodgers already. We made him run an offense he doesn't like to run. They ran something completely different than they ever ran before. Coming out of a bye week, this has been a bye week on an offense they don't normally run. And now you got to go play. Th- I mean, I don't, that's obviously one of the linemen screwed up. Like, obviously. Well, so here's here's the, the second part to it. The breaking news was that the linemen had a gathering and were not following social distance and mass protocol. Get you every and, time. And again, it's the Titans. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. But Tennessee, somehow Tennessee's found a way to stay 5 and 0. Yeah. I, <laughs> through through this. They're like, you know what, Derek? Are you a little tired? Let's yeah. Get a little you know what? COVID. COVID. Let's flare it up a little close, bit. Close this whole facility. What, 
at what point? Here's a question. I'm gonna put you on the clock here because this, you know, we talk about conspiracy theories on our show, and we'll probably see it on ESPN later today on this Friday night. Right. At what point does COVID become a strategic play for NFL teams? I think as soon as the pandemic hit, Bill Belichick drew something up. <laughs> as soon as it hit, like, oh wait, well, I can use this. To but my how head. many? How many other teams are saying? I can you know get what? An extra bye weekend. Right. I can get three weeks off. Postpone postpone when you're going to play someone. Right. Maybe give it a few extra days of preparation. You know who should have did this? You know who should, No, you know who should have claimed COVID to help get injuries done? <laughs> the freaking Eagles. <laughs> yeah. The damn Eagles. They play without yeah. Zach Hurts, Malik Jackson, Al- Alshon Jeffrey, Miles Sanders, Dr- uh, Jack Driscoll, the safety, Calvin Wallace. They they but play with all those guys. They're all starters. They they were playing the Giants. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> That's the reason why. Yeah, they're like it's the Giants. But the we Giants, play with the, the Giants, squad. Giants look. Yeah, but the Giants look like the. And you're right. It sucks watching a Thursday night game where both teams are one and five. Oh my god. One four and one, and you're like, Pfft. I told Fred. I told Fred. I texted him the, last night. He was like, Bro, don't ever. Why do they put trash on the field? If I wanted to look at waste management, or you know, say solid waste. <laughs> Freaking garbage! And watch a documentary. This is ridiculous. Yeah, the the game between the Giants and the Eagles last night was hard to watch. It was boring yeah. offense. Oh my god! It was not exciting. And again, I know the Giants. You know they 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 were able to muster up some touchdowns and and stuff. But um, how many times did the freaking Eagles? Eagles showed up in the red zone two times before the fourth quarter. Couldn't punch it in. Um, yeah, I think at one point in the game in the fourth quarter, were like four minutes to go. The Eagles were like on their own. Uh, Three or four yard line. I saw Wentz trying to take it in, and he and he coughs up the ball. He coughs he up did. the ball. Um, but again, they 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 rule it down or whatever they had. To re- but again, it's just and then, and they score see. the next play. Yeah, I, this this whole crap is just like I don't. Again, how, how did they? How did we get so many teams that suck? How did this happen? I don't know. We we had we had the the, the major disappointment last week. Yeah, man. with the uh, with the Browns. You thought maybe this is it. Maybe they've turned a corner, and then and then the Steelers like, hold on a second, hold my beer. They're yeah. the normal Browns. The only corner they turned into was another brick wall. Like they smacked. <laughs> another. Speaking of the Browns, you, you saw Odell Beckham taking another sideline outburst. He did not another like being one. benched on Sunday. You know what I mean? He did, did not, not like. Be, it's just how how it, many it, times it, are we going to allow this guy to keep doing it? Odell has had a bad weekend. <laughs> Odell's had only, a bad. Odell has had a bad twenty twenty. Remember, Odell likes yeah. to, he likes to get crapped on literally. <laughs> So, so well, that's what LSU then did. That. Yeah. Him, LSU decided to ban him for two years, for, where he can't come by the facility because he was bro, he was throwing out. Do you remember that championship? He is literally giving like four hundred dollars <laughs> to each player yeah. on the national championship. Like, come on, man! Oh man, it's a bit um, much. So you, you had you had that, you had his little outbursts, and again his outbursts on the sideline, and and again so okay, you being a you being a coach, a player's coach, I I, I call it. <laughs> if one if one if one of your receivers it's a blowout game, right? We're getting a butt kicked 30 to nothing. And one of your receivers tells you, I don't want to come out. I don't want to come out. Yeah. The game's clearly over. Right. And any outburst on the sideline. Do you get mad at him for that? I'm not upset at him because I understand that he want he has passion. There's only a couple questions I'm gonna ask him. One, how much did you bet on the game in your fantasy points? Because <laughs> This game is over, bro. Like it's done. What? What are you getting out of this? 
We are getting blown out here by 30. What do you, and it's in the fourth quarter. What do you think is going to happen right now? Right. We don't have a Tom Brady. We don't have an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson. This is over, bro. Your quarterback is Baker Mayfield and Keesum, yeah. Kaysom Keelum or whatever. Which the quarterback got pulled. Yeah, Baker what, got pulled because of his ribs were hurting. That's what I'm, bro, we're done. We are freaking done here. So I, I'm not going to be upset with him, but I need him to understand the bigger picture of this. Live to fight another day. We need, yeah. we need to make sure that we're good to go. And as it, a grown man, you should know that. Oh, you've been playing football since, since you Speaking about Odell. Yeah. Speaking directly about Odell. He's a grown man. He should know why he's being taken out of the game. The game's already over. You don't have a chance of coming back. Keep you healthy. He has injury concerns as it is already throughout yeah. the last couple of years. Hasn't been able to finish a year healthy. So, to me, it makes sense. Got to yeah. be mature enough to understand what's going on there. That's what I'm saying. You've been playing the game long enough. Like, I should have to explain this to a grown man. Stop crying. And that goes back to my question. How much money did you put on yourself and your fantasy points? Did you bet the DB that we're playing today that you were going to get two or three times? <laughs> like, what? Do we, tell me the truth before you just have an outburst. Because there's mm-hmm. nothing worse than seeing an outburst on an athlete. And then, oh, like, then the outburst escalates cry, on the coach. Baby. And you're like, hey, bro, yeah. I control your playing time. Chill out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, whatever. He, he's got those, those little outbursts. And, and speaking of wide receivers going into that realm – this is a beautiful segue, by the way. Now, going to that round. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Freaking, he might be back. Antonio Brown. Oh, boy. Speaking of outburst and wide receivers, we got Antonio Brown on the cuff. A-B. Eight-game suspensions coming up. And there's a lot of teams that really want him. And, not, and, of course, why wouldn't you? He makes you instantly even better. Yeah. You know, he's been keeping in shape. You see the videos. You watch him. If you follow him on Twitter and social media, he's he's been working out. Um, and so a couple things about that. Yeah. A, yes, I do agree. You've seen the videos of him working out and, right. and doing this and the other, but also you have not heard Antonio Brown at all. Right. Since the year started. Nowhere on social media, no paper, no this, no that. Like it's almost <laughs> it's almost like he's back on his medication. There it is. You said the keyword. Go ahead. Because that's what I was going to go. I was gonna, if you didn't say it, I was going to. He got prescribed he's some not, extra dose type shit. Yeah. yeah. Good. They took the phone away. Right. Publicist back in charge. Manager's back in charge. And he's just quiet down. Right. And Seattle probably told him. Because I think Seattle's, you know, Seattle's a front runner. Who's, we've seen working out with Russell Wilson during, during the summer. Right. Throwing passes. Um, I think Seattle's a front runner where he ends up going. I think he likes Russell Wilson, great receiving core, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. From a fantasy standpoint, we're going to talk about this later, but if you haven't picked up Antonio Brown, pick him up <laughs> in, in the leagues. If you're listening to this show and you're in one of my leagues, it's already too late because <laughs> I've already picked him up. Uh, but I'll trade you for him um, if you like his services. Otherwise... Go out and go get him. He's not owned in many leagues yet. Yeah. Um, you expect him to get signed here once this weekend ends because the suspension ends after this Monday night yep. when when this, this week's games conclude. Here's a question. So let's say he goes to Seattle. Yeah. Does he have an impact? I, that's what I'm saying. There's very few people that when they trade it, they instantly make your team better. You, above Anybody else in Tampa should know that. As soon as you got Tom Brady, it instantly made you better. Yes. You, you get Julio and, Jones, you instantly get better. You know and what I mean? Winston. Right. You get inst- it, 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 it's an instant impact. You know they make you better. LeBron James going to your basketball team 
instantly better. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It happens, and they draw on people. So the only thing I want to make sure, like Pete Carroll is a, you know, you referenced it before, is a player's coach. Always has been. He's had different personalities. He handled Marshawn Lynch very beautifully. Very well. You know what I mean? Through the whole I don't want to talk to media thing and him grabbing his crotch when he scores touchdowns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like His bag of Skittles. Right, and he, he handles it, and he knows what's fun. I think this might be a really good fit for him. And also, Russell Wilson's established. He's an he established leader. You know, Big Ben couldn't get a hold of Antonio Brown and, and try to tell him, bro, you're tripping. We, we got goals we got to do. You know what I mean? He'll come here and, and Pete Carroll set him straight. There's very few orgs that you go to that they're going to set you. You know, you go to the Patriots, you're going to be set straight. It's a winning culture. Yeah. You think about it. You haven't, you, we saw Cam Newton the other day in a suit. Right. Last right. time we saw Cam Newton in a suit. And it was a good suit. It was, it, was good, a great it was a great, damn suit. good looking suit, Cam. Good job. Oh, yeah, it was. Well picked, man. <laughs> and I know it cost like forty grand. It cost him as much as a house. But man, it looked great. <laughs> he wore it beautifully. Now, a- another former Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Uh, was in the news this past this past week. You had Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, man. Gets traded, and the fire sale continues with the Jets. Yeah. Gets traded. Uh, no, actually, gets released. My apologies. Yeah, he was just released. Get this out. Yeah, get out of here. Bye. He gets released, and he ends up going to the Chiefs. Yeah. So, is this a good signing by the Chiefs, or is this more harm than good as the year goes on? Because, again, we talked about locker question, room guys, yeah. Yeah. right? Antonio Brown was a nutcase, but, you know, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and those guys are strong enough to, to be able to handle that. You know, you think about Patrick Mahomes, so young. Yeah, he's having he's having a baby, which having a baby girl. Congratulations to him and and his wife, fiance on yeah. on the baby that they're about to have. Um, and he reads a strong coach, but he had issues back in the day with Terrell Owens yeah. and Donna McNabb. Does Le'Veon Bell set the Chiefs back? You know, and that's such a good question, man, because you mentioned some some really good names there when he was with the Eagles. I think it's because the Eagles didn't have a winning culture. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have a set standard of what happens in, in Philadelphia. You know, even though they call it the brotherly love, the city the city still booed Santa Claus. So, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not a winning culture. When you go to the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying, now, but when you go to the Patriots, when you go to the Chiefs, when you go to the Packers, there's a level of, of expectation, a winning culture established for years. So when you go to the Chiefs, yes, Andy Reid had problems with those guys before, but what he has on his side is – I don't need you. I don't need you. We got you. You can you can rejuvenate your career here and have some fun. You 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 know you potentially going to uh, compete for a Super Bowl. So you get your crap together or you get out because we we're going to be fine with or without you. You know, and you're going to get Levy on pretty cheap here. So you you don't we're 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 going to get some good work out of you, some production. But I don't need you. I'm I'm perfectly fine with. I got the the Legion of Speed or whatever they call themselves. Legion of Zooms. <laughs> I don't need you, man. You know what I'm saying? I got the hottest quarterback. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think he goes there, and he, he better. He better behave. And he even came out and said that you know he likes going there. It's going to rejuvenate his career. So I hope he does because this is it. Randy Moss was you know when he went to the Raiders, and he can again uh, an organization that's known to be competitive, but they're not have a winning culture. He did what he wants. Said what he want. He did it prior to that was Minnesota. He goes now to New England in, in those years, and, I, and to me, that was some of the best Randy Moss years. 
I agree. You know what I mean? He he kept quiet. He did what he's supposed to do. So Le'Veon, if he's smart, he does what he's supposed to do. Just play football, run it, shut up. Yeah, you know, it's always interesting to see how this works out because, you know, receivers are a little easier to acclimate into an offense than a running back is for some reason. Running backs, midseason signings, you know, whether it be traded or or signed, don't typically do well. I see the Le'Veon Bell signing with the Chiefs more of he's better if he's on my team than your team. Yeah, d- then, keep him away, yeah. Yeah, keep him away from, from a competitor. Keep away from another team potentially. Um, I think that's where that comes into play. Yeah, um, that's a good point. You know, at least for the Chiefs' standpoint. Uh, we'll see what he does. Um, hopefully he can, you know, quote-unquote rejuvenate his career. I think he's – personally, I think he's done. I think he's going to go to Kansas City and try to rap with yeah. with with the other running back that's there and create a rap video and a little music video because <laughs> he's, he's – no, you see his music, right? Yeah, all right, I see. He's trying. He's trying. So he's I, I, think trying that's what he's, I, I think he's going there to try to sell some CDs and CDs. <laughs> they probably don't even make CDs anymore. No, nah, man, MP3s only. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I hope so. And it, it better good. And Andy Reid, you know, I, tr- I completely trust him. I know the other guys do. So it'll be it'll be real fun to to see that. But speaking of NFL, though, let's go ahead and do it, man. Let's do our pickums. Uh, oh boy, we got a couple good games here. You know, and yeah, put a whooping on and me so far. You know, I'm five five and one. You're four and two. Yeah, early on. So yep. we'll see. Uh, see if we can bounce back. Let's let's All let's, right. let's give you the first one, man. Let's do that first one. I know you love them. All right, so we got to go. We got to do it every week. Bucks, <laughs> Raiders. If the game happens, who wins the game? If there's linemen, do linemen get the or is this going to be seven on seven? <laughs> <laughs> Will there be linemen for the Raiders? No, um, I, I know Josh Jacobs has been running really good. We're going to see what those linemen do. If they don't have them, oh, boy, it's going to be serious. I, I like the Bucks though. I think they come off that that that, that win. That dominant win off the Packers, and they just go beat up on the Raiders a little bit. Yeah, I think so, too. The defense has been playing really well for the Bucs. They're, they're one of the top defense in the league. They're great against a rush. Right. It'd be good to see this matchup. You know, they, they faced a great back last week in Aaron Jones. Yep. They got another one down in Josh Jacobs. Uh, fun fact, Rojo actually has more rushing yards than Josh Jacobs. Bet you didn't know that today. No, I, I didn't know that. And I'll tell you what also, he's been running like a – like a thousand yeah. yard rusher, like he's he's been he looks good. Well, he's he's three weeks in a row, hundred yards uh, each game. The last three weeks, he was trying to go for his fourth. Yeah, man. Has you have, know, you guys, have you had that? That's what I was gonna ask. Have you had guys that did that before? Yes, Ooh. one guy. Most recently, one guy a long time ago. If you tell me Tim that was, nickname of that running back, I forget what you told me of of Doug Martin. I swear to God. No, no, no. It wasn't the Muscle Hamster. The Muscle Hamster. That, Jesus. <laughs> worst name I've ever heard. No, Cadillac Williams. Oh, I love Cadillac. Yeah. You know where Coming Cadillac's at? He's a coach at Clemson. He is. Love he is. It. We wonder why Clemson's putting out running backs now. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Coaching matters. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so I think uh, the Bucks do well there as well. We're going to leave the big game. Yeah. The big, the big, the two five and O's. At the end here, of course, uh, we're gonna go 49ers Patriots. That's a good, a good uh, AFC NFC clash of two great organizations. You got Garoppolo yeah. going against Bill Belichick again. Yep. You know you got Cam Newton who played against 
the 49ers. Yeah. A lot. In the, uh, it, 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 several times, but also in, in a couple of NFC, NFC championship games, the year they went to the Super Bowl, um, he was able to knock them out there. So who are you? Who are you taking here? The three and three Niners or the two and three Patriots? Which again, you were talking about Grapple getting benched. Yeah. Is that is that a something of, of a science to come there? So who are you taking? I'm gonna take the Patriots on this. After Cam New and them losing the oh, was it twelve six or eighteen twelve or whatever it was, not really performing. I think he comes bounce back and has a great game. I really do. Uh that defensive line is not the same since they've been injured. Bosa's not there. Um they don't really have that leadership. They're kind of banged up on defense. I, I like the I like the Patriots on this one. I'm gonna take uh, Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. And who better than Bill Belichick to know your weakness? Since Garoppolo was freaking one of his his very own uh, protege that was supposed to take over for Brady, he knows he knows a lot about him. I'm gonna take the Patriots on this one. Who you going with? I'm gonna take the Patriots as well. Um, I'm gonna take it for the simple fact that they're at home. Yeah. You know, Garoppolo has been struggling. You know, the, the running game is a mess. Kittle's your only good receiver out there. The yeah. defense, like you said, is banged up. It's, it's a pretty even matchup when you look at them statistically oh, yeah. across the board. But you got to give the edge to Bill Belichick. Whenever yeah. whenever it's even, you give the edge to, <laughs> yeah. to the coaches. And you got Bill Belichick over there. So, yeah. All right. So, moving on to the next one here. It's it's the, the, the new Sunday night game. Mm. You got Seattle, 5-0. Against a up and coming Kyler Murray and Arizona Cardinals at four and two. Game is in Arizona. Yep. Vegas. Vegas has uh, Seattle, even though they're, they're they're a road favorite. They're favored by three and a half points here in Arizona. Uh, a, a little bit of stats here. You got Seattle is the fifth best offense in the league. Oh really? Um, Arizona is up to number eight. Hmm. Best offense. Um, the here's I don't know if this is gonna sway your vote at all, but currently Seattle has the worst total defense. Yeah, it's pretty bad in the league. Uh, meanwhile, Arizona is 14th in the league here. Who are you? Who are you going with? You know, Seattle struggles to get uh, to get offenses off the field on third downs. Like yep. they struggle with it really bad. Um, I like Kyler Murray. I like what he's doing. I like how. Last week he put a hurt on those Cowboys. Like he, he, he really has um, blossomed here. I, but man, I, I, I bet against Russell Wilson so many times that I can't do it again. Like I can't sit here and keep saying I'm gonna go with the other team, and Russell comes back here and, and smacks me in the face like I'm I'm an MVP candidate, bro. I'm gonna go with Seattle and Russell Wilson. That's what I'm gonna go with. All right. Well, here's our first one different. Yeah. I'm going with the Cardinals. Okay. What makes you like them, man? I like Kyler Murray, man. I, I think I, more than anything, I think the offense that Arizona runs presents problems for Seattle. Um, it's in it's in Arizona. Also, Seattle's 5-0. Yeah. I, I, I like to keep the Dolphins record intact. You're, you're <laughs> I Dolphins. would too. I would too, yeah. Okay. So I think it's time for Seattle to take their first loss well, of the season. Divisional game at at Arizona. Um, you, you got, you know, the big thing for me is the issues that Seattle has on defense. Right. The fact they can't stop anybody. Um, and then also, Seattle's offense struggles on third down. I mean, you talked about Seattle's defense, time we don't get off the field. Yeah, Seattle's offense, as good as they've been, as great as they've been, they, can, they can't stay on the field. They're 31st in the, in the NFL 
with third down conversions being at 32%. Yep. I think that plays a role. Seattle's uh, Arizona's defense seems to be pretty middle of the pack. I like Arizona here, not by a lot. I'm talking about a field goal. I'm talking about game-winning field goal. <laughs> so it's going to be a good here, game. But, nice, tough. But I like, I like Arizona to pull it out here. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. You know, somebody's got to lose. Somebody's got to win. I get it. What about that last one, man? All right. So this last one here is it's, it's a battle of the Titans, literally. Yeah. You got, you got, two, you got two undefeated teams mm-hmm. squaring off. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers at 5-0 and versus the Tennessee Titans at 5-0. and The game is being played. In Nashville, so it's in Tennessee. So who are you who are you thinking? I love a good running game. I love a really good running game. Pittsburgh is playing great. Titans are playing great. But I love a person that can run the football. They can freaking the front can move. And I am always every week waiting to see who is the next person on Derrick Henry's hit list with when he hits him with that stiff arm. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans, man. <laughs> I'm going with Tennessee. I just like again, it's it's easy for the Titans. It's nothing, there's nothing fancy about this. They're gonna run down your throat. You know it's coming. Derek Henry's coming. They find ways to still get him down the field and get him his yards. And if you're not disciplined, we're gonna drop off little dump passes here and there to our wide receivers because Tannehill is not the greatest quarterback, but he's accurate enough to drop off these passes. So you gotta respect it. So if you come try to stuff the run, that's cool. They're gonna get you back out the box. But uh, I like Tennessee, man. Yeah, here we disagree again. Nice. I'm going with the road, the road team there. I'm going with the Steelers. I don't think Tennessee's ready for this attention and spotlight. You know, we talked about the Browns last week. You know, going against the Steelers and being that that team to see if they can challenge them. They couldn't do it. Uh, to me, the Steelers have the second ranked rushing defense in the NFL. That plays a big role. I think they're going to stuff the box. They're going to make Tannehill to try to throw it. I think Derrick Henry has one of his worst games of the year. I think they keep him under 80 yards. Uh, and, and I think Big Ben, Juju Smith-Schuster, Claypool, and those guys play well. And I actually like Pittsburgh by at least a touchdown, to be honest with you. And that's not a bad pick. I mean, you could go either way. I just like the Tennessee. You know, I'm leaning Tennessee because you can control the clock and do some other things. But you're right. Stuff the box. Put everybody you in there. Run, tell you Tannehill run the to ball beat us. Tannehill, you got to throw it. Yeah, I think I think that's what happened. And we saw we saw it happen in the playoffs. We did where Derrick Henry got stuffed, and now Tennessee had to win a game. And those receivers aren't the best; they're they're mediocre yeah. at best. So when those guys have to be called on to perform, when you know they shut down the running game, what happens? So we'll see. Yeah, man, I agree. I like that one, man. Moving to college, though, we've got a couple pickums in college that that I kind of want to see. And and my guy in Minnesota, PJ Fleck, taking on. Big Blue, the Michigan. 80-20, boy. 80-20. 80-20, guys, man. I love it, man. Um, and I love everything that P.J. Fleck brings to the table. But um, who do you got, Michigan or Minnesota? And you got to choose wisely because your offensive line coach loves Big Blue. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go with Michigan. Nice. nice. Michigan here. Again, my guy, my O-line coach, is a diehard. Uh, Jim Harbaugh seems to do well versus teams not named Ohio State. <laughs> So <laughs> has a Minnesota, chance with everybody as long as it's not spelled O H I O. Got it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So uh, last time I checked, Minnesota does not have any Ohio words in it <laughs> uh, or letters. Dare I say? So yeah. I, I'm going to go with with Michigan in, in a game that's a little closer than, pe- than people expect it to be. I'm talking about yeah. a three point game. 
uh, it's going to come down to who can who can win the clock out here at the end. And I think Michigan pulls it out. Again, all good teams. I, I like what you're. You've been you've been doing homework, man. You know what I'm saying? I can appreciate that. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I can DTW, pre- man, do the work. <laughs> I can appreciate the fact that you're that you have been doing the work. Uh, I like Minnesota, man. I'm going to go with Minnesota. Ooh, you're going with the upset special. I am, man. I'm going with Minnesota. I'm, I believe on PJ. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell offensive line coach. Yeah, I know. When I take my selfie with him, he's gonna. It's going to be weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be like you know you're, yeah. you're sitting in church. It, it, it'll you did be something normal. Bad. Yeah, it'll be a normal selfie. I won't be included, so it'll be normal. <laughs> I just I'm gonna feel bad. It's like you know you know when when you when you go out to the club on Saturday night, but your first one in church. You know, knowing all the <laughs> all the bad all things the bad you just saw, you yeah, you just saw yeah. some horrible stuff right now. Uh, but I don't know. I like I like uh, Minnesota. I like what they're doing over there. And I, I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of them. But you didn't, you're not wrong to pick uh, Michigan now. The other one that's a huge game that that we saw that some fans might not understand it and, and be like, "Well, why'd you pick this one?" But it is a good game. SMU versus Cincinnati. SMU being Ooh, undefeated. That's a good one, man. SMU's undefeated. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good one, man. Our guys over there, man. So I, I think it's going to be. I don't know. What do you, What do you think? You, what, what's your view on it? Well, you know, it's always tough because COVID. It's technically early in the year for both these kind of teams. Cincinnati has only played three games. MCU's already played five. Um, they're both undefeated. Yeah. You know, which is nice. Oh, man, this is a tough one because, you know, betting-wise, it's kind of swayed quite a bit. It started out as a pick them, and SMU has gained some steam here in the last right. couple of days, and now they're favored by two and a half. I'm taking the road dog here again. I'm taking Cincinnati. Really? Cincinnati again? I, I think Cincinnati comes out and beats them. Oh, wow. All right. I don't like, I don't like Cincinnati. Yeah, probably because they probably beat Miami at some point or another. <laughs> It always comes back. It always comes back to these hurricanes, man. I mean, I'm sure it always comes back. It wasn't on the schedule today, but I'm sure you deep down inside, you're probably hoping Notre Dame loses too. I, I really am hoping they're playing Pittsburgh. By the way, who gave Miami trouble? I'm playing. I'm still going with Pittsburgh. (laughs) You know what? That may be our bonus pick of the week. It might be. We may may throw it in there. I hope Pittsburgh. I'll wear. I'll buy a Pittsburgh jersey (laughs) if they can beat the. I don't like Notre Dame, man. They're, They're very disrespectful, but. Uh, I like SMU. I've seen their offense, uh, tough defense. Even though you know Cincinnati's ranked number nine, I think they, I think they beat them. I think that changes this week. Um, I'm going with SMU, man. This is going to be a tough one. Now I'm going to be watching Ooh, this game. Man, we got a lot of games. This yeah. is going to be a swaying week you for got, us. You, you got to, man. You can't keep. You know, you make good points. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I, I wanted to pick Michigan, but you know what? <laughs> Something says don't go against your guy PJ Fleck. He'll be calling you any day now to ask you about your wide not- receivers. <laughs> Somebody told me not to go against my offensive line coach. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Those guys in the block. It's <laughs> a good point. All good points, man. All good points. Oh, man. I think it's going to be a it, tough it, pick. It, it, didn't we have this conversation this week about blocking and not blocking and low oh, linemen blocking and oh. receivers blocking this week? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we had a whole bunch. We had a whole bunch, man. But uh, I like that, man. And, and some good college games. I'm, I'm glad that the Big Ten is making their debut this weekend. I like that they've come back. Um, it gives a different kind of feel of football. It does. You know what it I mean? does. Having these guys come back, uh, it's and it, of course, having more games is always beautiful. But you just, it's just now it feels like college football's here. Now it like feels nor- like normal season's back. Right. It took us a while, but they're here, and and I'm interested to see what Justin Fields does at Ohio State. 
I know it's not one of our pick'em games, but I am going to be watching that game. Uh, they play Nebraska at twelve o'clock. I want to see what they're going to be like. I want to see if, yeah, if he, he's on your he's on your Heisman watch list. He is, man. He's on my Heisman watch list. Even playing a game. He is, man. Um, so it's going to be a good weekend, man. It's not going to be. What, what I also want to talk to you about is the fantasy football aspect of it, with our guys coming in here and um, you know basically, you know. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Does this change the fantasy world? Do you do? You, I know you said you go, you pick them up in every single league. What are your projections? What are some things that you that you like about fantasy football for this weekend, man? Yeah. So again, you know, we're going to talk about guys that people don't talk about. We're going to talk about those guys that maybe a free agent, maybe he's not. You're not thinking about playing him. So far, if you listen to the show, you've been doing well. Because the guys we've been talking about have been doing well. So, at quarterback, I'm going to give you a guy to play. I'm going to give you a guy to sit this week. I don't think he's going to have a good week. Um, the first guy I'm going to tell you to play is going to be Matthew Stafford. Stafford's playing against Atlanta. Uh, a lot of people have kind of, you know, put, put Matthew Stafford off to the side. He's going to have a top 10 week for sure. He's playing against an atrocious Falcons defense. Can't cover nobody. That's going to be a good week for him. As far as quarterback to kind of stay away from, I'm, uh, it hurts me to say this. Uh-oh. It hurts because I like this guy. I like him a lot. Deshaun Watson. I think this week, if you have really? another option at quarterback, you kind of stay away from Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you know, when you look at Deshaun Watson, he had a great week last week against Tennessee. He put, gave me 40 points. points. Gave me, oh, my goodness. He had, he had a great week. Um, other than that, he's been very subpar. Yeah. He's playing against a pretty good Defense and in the Packers defense, yes, Tom Brady did light him up, but a lot of it had to do with the Bucks scoring on defense and putting Tom Brady in great field position more than it was what the Bucks offense did. I mean, again, Brady only threw for 180 yards against the same Packer defense. I think Deshaun Watson has a 200, 250 yard game, two touchdowns, 15, 16 points weeks. Um, if you have another option there, I definitely, if you have Matthew Stafford, as a free agent somewhere, <laughs> I pick him up. Go get him and start him over over to Sean for sure this week. Well, uh, this as far is, as running, well, I'm sorry, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I got to go back. I got Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's playing Cleveland, so start him. And Joe Burrow, I don't think he's gonna have a good week either. Yeah, so I'm screwed either way. If you have Matthew Stafford as a free agent somewhere, I <laughs> go pick him up. That's, you know, when you say <laughs> that, when him. you say that, that's you stomping your foot. Like, go get Stafford. I gave the advice. Yeah, get off my back. I mean. Yeah, I got Joe Burrow 15th on my list for this week. Um, well behind Stafford, even Deshaun Watson, way way, way behind uh, Deshaun Watson. I still start Deshaun Watson over Joe Burrow. He's getting sacked too many times. I don't know if he's going to make it through a whole year. True. But moving on to, to running backs. Yeah. Um, again, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, a guy to start, a guy not to start. That That's on the fringe. That maybe you know you're not really you're not really sure on. I mean, obviously, your Camaros, your Elliots, your your Jones, your Derrick Henrys are going to start for sure. Uh, but we're going to talk about some of those guys there. Maybe you're on the fence. Uh, one guy I don't like. I talked about him early in the show. Josh Jacobs. You know wow. he's going against that Bucks defense. The Bucks are ranked first in the NFL against the run for several months, going back to last year. Um, the Bucks also have not allowed a hundred yard rusher in over nine games, <laughs> dating back. To last year, so the Bucks defense have been legit. I, I would definitely stay away from Josh Jacobs again. You're probably going to play him because you don't have any other options. Right. But if you do, I'm going to give you an option. 
Again, it's what we do on the show. We give you options. Yeah, for free. You potentially go out there. Free options here. If they work out, Uh, they should should cash up us. If it works out, they should should cash up us. Two guys I like. I'm going to start with the first one here. A Jacksonville running back, James Robinson. Really? Okay. Uh, The Jacksonville Jaguars are terrible on defense. They're terribly going to be playing from behind. James has logged in at least 15 Fancy points, four of the six weeks so far. He's playing well. Uh, they're using him more each and every week. I like him as, as a top play here. And then also, lately, this guy's come onto the scene. He's doing well. I think he finally figured out how to run the ball in the NFL. Um, he did it well at Georgia. DeAndre Swift, he's a rookie from the Georgia Bulldogs. He's now with the, the Detroit Lions. Again, I like Stafford. I like DeAndre Swift for the same reason. I think he's been, he's been able to run the ball extremely well. He ran for over 100 yards and two touchdowns last week. Again, Atlanta's defense is not very good at neither the passing game or the running game. You, st- I, I would start DeAndre Swift over Josh Jacobs. It's a bold move, man. That's, That's a, a bold, bold move, move. But again, there's a reason why I did the math today. Did you know? <laughs> These are the fun, fun facts. fact of the day. Yeah, here it comes. Yep. Fun fact of the day. I'm 20 and three in my five fantasy football leagues. Get the hell out of here, really? 20 and three. I only had three losses. You want to hear a fun fact? Uh, oh boy. I'm one and 20 in my league. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to our lovely but talented receivers. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a guy that's starting a guy to sit down, which by the way, did you hear about Julio Jones potentially being traded? I did. He's I being did. shopped. I did. That's crazy to me. That's yeah. crazy to me. I did hear that. And again, going back to impact players, he will instantly make your team better. And I've, I'm going to tell you now, he's going to the bucks. If he goes anywhere, he's oh, going to the bucks. Oh, no. For whatever no reason, Bucks have Bucks money. You, you guys required another Jets player, defensive lineman. We what, did. Listen to me. I'm convinced the mayor of Tampa is just feeding money <laughs> into the <laughs> into the organization. Like it's crazy how you guys just pick up players. So anything can happen. All right. So on this list here, AJ Brown from Tennessee Titans. I do not like this week. Again, we talked about this earlier. He's playing against one of the top rated defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers. You would assume Joe Hayden is going to shadow him and lock him down. AJ Brown typically does not do well against top flight corners. If you have AJ Brown this week, I'd probably consider sitting them. A guy that I would get into your lineup and play him this week is Terry McClellan. Terry He's the receiver for the, the Washington football team. And he has the pleasure about going against the worst. The only team that's worse against passing defense than Atlanta Falcons is the Dallas Cowboys, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Preach. And <laughs> they're going to throw it a ton. Uh, he's been, He scored at least 20 points now. Three of the six weeks, he scored 15. The other three weeks as well, you definitely get him in there. Plug him in this week in your lineups. That's a good pick, man. That's a nice sleeper. I like, I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Dropping dimes. For sure. All right, tight ends. And this is difficult because, you know, tight ends outside of Kelsey, Kettle, Waller, who's their tight end? It really drops off pretty significantly, it, it, which is why I have off. Kelsey in every league. Yeah. It's a huge drop off. I have drop Kelsey off. in every league. So this is always tough. You know, a guy you want to start, and this is my first buck. You should be proud of me. My first buck that I'm going to name right here. 
Rob Gronkowski, baby. Yeah, Brock. big old Rob. Big Rob. He's found his legs back. He scored 18 points last week, five catches, 78 yards, a touchdown. Uh, he seemed to to move better. I, now I think he's back to being a red zone right. target. He, he's a free agent a lot of a lot of leagues. I mean, he's only owned in 80% of leagues, so 20% of leagues he's still out there. If, if Rob is out there, plug him in, put him in your lineup. That's where you want to go. The guy that I would personally stay away from, and again, it's a theme of the day, John Smith, tight end for the Tennessee Titans. I do not think Tennessee is going to do well this week. I think they struggle to run the ball. I think they struggle mm-hmm. to run the ball. I think they struggle to throw it. I think I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to dominate them. Jeez. I think it's one of those games where Tennessee doesn't get more than 10, 17 points Jeez. in this game, and, and all their guys are, are duds this week, man. Oh, it's so brutal, man. So brutal. No respect. I, I'm all in on Pittsburgh, as yeah. you see. I am all in on the Steelers. Steel curtain in your house somewhere. Jesus. Yeah, right. you, would think, you would think I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, yeah. Grew up a Pittsburgh fan. Right. Born and raised in Pittsburgh next to uh, Pat McAfee's house. Well, that's good, man. Those are the picks that we need. And, and, and again, it, we're dropping dimes here. If these people, if you have a fantasy football team, you've been taking George's advice, you owe us money and we will find you. Cash out, baby. Cash, Cash out, out me money. Cash up on the clock radio, man. So. But that's all the time we got for you guys, and I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. If you're not doing anything, come out to Jefferson High School. It's senior night. Uh, come take a look at some of the J-Boys. Um, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great great, great game. Um, and I hope you have a beautiful weekend. You too, Sir George. We'll do this again real soon, man. Yeah, man, if you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and follow us. Hit subscribe. That way you get notifications when our show drops. Uh, join the debate. Visit our Facebook page at On The Clock Sports Talk. Join the debate. Talk trash with us. See what you think there. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. You can find us on social media by simply searching on the clock radio. Until next time, you're on the clock.